Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Monty Patel and Coach, really appreciate you joining us. It's good to hear from you again, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Just working. I'm saying just working and trying to trying to get another game in. Yeah, well, I can understand that, man. So tell us about this experience because I know you were a part of it last year and heading into this year. Just uh, what's it been like to to not only have the success in winning, but just the overall tournament itself? Oh, I mean, the tournament's incredible. The people that work for the tournament have been incredible to us. The hospitality. Um, just It's a fun event. It's just a good little meet and greet. And for coaches and players alike to see each other. I mean, we liken CBT to, like, the biggest AAU, like, tournament for professionals in the country. And so when all these guys are coming and you're playing against them and you, you've seen these guys in your overseas trips, you've seen them in back in your high school days and AAU days, just overall it's an awesome experience. It's a fun time. You've had some exciting endings with uh, the first game, Courtney Fortson hits a game-winning three. And then last night's game, Chris Coffey gets a putback. Uh, and then the celebrations, the E and J celebrations. So it's been exciting overall. Oh man, all of it. It's so funny because we have a lot of like I have a lot of my high school coaches with me, and I was like, hey, I, I don't have time to come up with the celebration. And I told one of our guys, uh, Coach Elijah Baker, I said, hey, you have the celebrations. You make it whatever you want. Tell me it before the game, and we'll do it. And he was like, okay. So the celebrations have been fun. That's a fun little thing to added to it. The Elam ending. I mean, you don't leave Courtney Fortson wide open like that. He's still a pro and literally could not believe they just miscommunicated on the last play on the game winner to give us a wide open three. And Chris Coffey, 13 rebounds, six offensive, and miss, Courtney misses the shot to win, and Coffey comes in out of nowhere, earn his, we're off. Well, see, and that's the thing that makes it so exciting is because you you just mentioned a bunch of names that Razorback fans are familiar with, and you know, a guy like Jalen Barford's been doing a lot of great things, too. What's it just like coaching these guys where not only are there a lot of connections to Arkansas, there are some guys that don't, but just kind of managing them where they're, they're pros, they're, they're guys that have played basketball for a long time, and just them coming together, how has that been just managing all those guys together? Uh, the key word to it is pros. These guys act like professionals, and, and they, they respect everything going on. I mean, you can't overcoach in this tournament, but you do have to have structure to it, and that's what we brought to those guys. Um, very attentive when, when they need to be, especially, you know, we draw up a baseline out of bounds going into Elam. We run it to perfection, get a wide-open layup like we thought we would. Um, but just the way those guys uh, handle their business. I mean, you know, even even us as coaches, we don't get to see them all day long. And from last year to this year, the difference was I've had a year to talk to these guys when we've been recruiting them on the side, checking in on their careers, building relationships. So, I mean, you take Jalen, which will be the second year I've got to – got to coach him I was like hey man I've got like a good like we've got a strong enough relationship but I'm going to coach you hard and I'm going to tell you what's on my mind and you're going to deal with it and then you're going to have to execute and he's like I got you coach like we're good and, you know he was he got a little frustrated in the first game just you know he, his shots weren't going and we were talking and he was just like no coach we're good we're good we're moving on next play we're fine next game so again these guys act like professionals and that's the best part of it just, everyone's on time everyone's early and been on time so that stuff's fun. This stuff is good. So you've had the most success that Team Arkansas has had in TBT. And you mentioned being different as far as coaching, but as far as putting the roster together, was there anything different that you did last year or this year? Um, I mean, we had more time to pick out who we wanted, and we had more time to figure out the pieces of the puzzle. We didn't want 10 scores because 
10 scores never works. There's not enough balls to 10 scores. So who's our main go-tos? Who's guys that will rebound and earn their own? And I mean, you look at our bigs, especially a guy like Trey Wade coming out of college, just huge minutes, great defensively, and, and no ego about this because he knows he's in a room full of professionals and that's what he's working to, to be in. If you look at the last three games, our bigs have been such like the biggest part of our success because all they've done is rebound and put back their points. Hunter had 20 and 12. Chris Coffey had 16 and 13. Trey Wade had 10 rebounds last night. So I'm like, like that part of it was great. So it's just putting together the roster in what we think is the most non-selfish way. I mean, these guys have egos for their own basketball games, but they have the right egos, and that, that's what we want. You have to have a little edge to yourself, but these guys do. So putting that together and playing against these pros has just been, has been fun too. Coach Monty Patel is joining us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, talking a little Arkansas TBT with him. And I think it's cool, too, man, that you, you see the players in the roster, and I see a name like Sonny Weems, you know, a guy that uh, was on Razorback basketball team back in the mid-2000s, and then you got guys that were just, like you mentioned, Trey Wade, who's just on last year's team. Uh, not only is it cool to have talent guys, but guys of different age ranges, where guys have been around for a long time and guys that are new to the whole thing, uh, I feel like that's probably what makes the team a lot better is you have a mix of young and older guys. Oh, I agree. We we talked about that today in our staff meeting, actually, about the the average age of the roster we're coming up to play against versus what our average age is. We have young guys with experience and with legs on, the older guys, the veterans, you know, the Courtney Fortsons of the world. They're, they're you know, they know what their game is. They know they need to put their bodies, like, rest a little bit. The back-to-back kind of hurt them a little bit just in terms of, like, haven't got to do that in a while. So then our, we could rely more on our young legs. Um, with, with the guys we play tomorrow, the Guttercat, like, they're an older team. They're veterans from overseas. But, you know, when people go pro and they go overseas and they play, they're used to a slower-paced game at times. And since these guys are slower-paced, we're trying to make sure we're playing like a college, Arkansas type of basketball. We're trying to play fast. We're trying to play aggressive. I mean, you can see that in our offensive rebounding. Um, so, like, putting again, with that roster, it's like, managing the right people you can't have too many people with egos you got to make sure you, you pick out guys on the roster that genuinely like each other as well because you know different people come up with different things to not like about each other or whatever you know how basketball is and how sports are it's just people have their egos and they don't mesh well but our team does we have a really good thing going on right now so what do you do today on a rest day in between games you mentioned about playing those back-to-backs but you do get a day of rest today before having to play tomorrow night um, you know, not overcoach again. We brought these guys in. We showed them just stuff we've seen on film already for for the game we play. We talked about what can help us offensively and, and some little wrinkles we can add to our offense. But aside from that, rest. Go enjoy yourself a little bit. Be, be smart about your decisions and, and know what the end game of it is. I mean, there's another optional gym shooting time. If you want to go, go. One of us, us coaches will go rebound for you. Um and then tomorrow we come back and just get prepared. Right now we're focused on their top three guys. Tomorrow we'll focus on their top five guys. And then when we get in the locker room, we'll focus on the top eight guys and then kind of just build up, hey, here's the top three, the top three is the top three. Here's the top five, the top five, here's the top eight. Uh, so just scouting preparation stuff. I mean, even Courtney Fortson, who, who people don't realize how good he, he is up until, you know, over the last two days they get to see him again. And, and he's like, man, this feels like the NCAA tournament. I love this feeling. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, this is fun. And Trey Wade was talking about the NCAA tournament feeling. Jalen Barford. And I'm like, y'all, we've been to this before. Y'all, y'all, y'all are built for this. 
So that's fun part of it. Yeah, and I think that, you know, just fans being able to watch it and they can kind of have that feeling too where even though it may be a different type of league and different rules and all that, uh, it still has the feel to it. And, you know, you've coached some guys that have been in, in, in basketball for a long time now. And the question becomes for me, though, because I know you do a lot of different coaching, man, and so, like, how is this tournament, maybe not just this year but just in general with Arkansas TBT, how has that made you into a better coach and, and how you kind of approach the game itself? I mean, one, we have very smart coaches on our bench. Um, Brock Witter is an assistant coach at University of Central Arkansas. We got Coach Carter Vance. He's a graduate assistant at Arkansas State. We got Dawson Yates. He's a girls' assistant coach at Harding University. We got Coach Daniel Bandy. He's at West Memphis Christian, and, and he's played professionally overseas. Those guys are very smart that when we're in a meeting, it's just us just talking through the game of what we see, what we like, what's our focus is, and just keeping it so simple but yet so effective. Um, so, I mean, again, like right now, as soon as I get off here, we're going to go watch Creighton, uh, Coach McDermott's team practice just because we're still coaches. We, we still want to learn, see if we can pick up anything that we like for, you know, for my job at East End or my Hoop Life AAU team. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, we're still coaches. We still want to learn basketball. And us just talking, we pick off things off each other. So that, that is fun. It's, a, it's just a coaching clinic every day. Now, you had a philosophy down the stretch in these close games, and both games were pretty close. Uh, you had a tie game where you won by three in the first, but you had that philosophy of switching everything on D at the end of the game. Uh, is that something that you kind of live by, or is that something that changes game to game? Um, game to game, like, we thought the switching was working better in that game. Uh, Trey Wade and Chris Copley were very good where we could go one through five. Um and, and the matchup just made more sense for us to switch. Hunter was really good for us the first game, though. We couldn't take him off the court for, for that. So it's just what the matchups are. But, again, that's just us doing our homework and making sure we know who we're playing. We know what's been effective for us. And yesterday, the only reason Trey even came out for the short time that he did was he was just tired and he was gassed because we'd asked him so much. And then, you know, we put, our, we put Hunter back in, and Hunter is a very smart basketball player. I'm like, Hunter, we can't use you in this long enough. So, Trey, I'm like, Trey, you've got to go. You have to play. And he's like, I got you, coach. And he goes, gets super important rebound that ends up leading to us getting the basket, if I'm not mistaken, um, at the end. So, I mean, again, big-time stuff there. You know, you mentioned some of the rules and some of the ways that the the game and the league is played. I know you're a big basketball guy. Would there be any of those things that go on in Arkansas or with the TBT that you'd like to see maybe – translated into college basketball or high school or, or NBA or anything? Is there any stuff that you think would make the game of basketball better by translating some of those rules to the bigger leagues? Uh, the Elon meeting is actually really fun. That, uh, that part of it for the target score, no overtime. you got to be smart about your fouls. Also, while I'm doing this, I'm just telling you all right now, I shook hands with Seth Greenberg, and I just ignored Doug McDermott. I'm very sad about both of these things right now. I'm still a fanboy at the end of that. I love basketball. But Again, the Elam ending, incredible, because to me there's so much strategy in that, and, we, and that's what I focus my whole year on is how, what strategy do we have during the Elam ending, where do we want to be aggressive, um, how do we want to switch coverages, where can we steal points as fast as possible, and so those are things in the Elam that make it so fun. And then, you know, the take fouls. Everyone gets tired of watching the NBA people taking fouls. Well, you get punished pretty severely because if you take a foul, it's a free throw in the ball. I'm over here writing down their worst free throw shooters. I'm like, it actually doesn't matter because we can't intentionally foul anybody if we need to in Elon because they get the ball back. So strategy to that is very fun. It makes you think differently, and that's been the challenge for us. 
and a good challenge because like something we enjoy to do. How do we win in this setting? Because I mean, if you watched the game last night, which I, I know you did, like it's exhilarating to watch. Just where's that point coming? Who's getting that point? How are we getting that point? So very fun time. And you mentioned that many of these guys are professional basketball players and they've been playing basketball at a high level for a long time. Sonny Weems is a guy that has a shoe contract and he gifted the team shoes and they're really some really good looking shoes. Let me let me tell you about Sonny, one of the most humble human beings you can ever be around. He knows where he came from, he knows how he grew up, he he understands, you know, what this is. He is so big on wanting to build this up. He to answer your earlier question does is going to be a big part of what we're trying to do and we're trying to bring this to Barnhill. That's where TBT wants it in Barnhill. I mean, even looking at the stands yesterday, Omaha didn't fill up their own stadium. Barnhill, you sell it out. And there's no question about it. So, you know, for for that and for Sonny and for the things that he's doing for us, it's incredible. He we had the idea way early because Sonny has his own shoe. I don't know if y'all know this. Um and I'll quiz you on it just for fun. Sonny is the second American player to have a Chinese shoe deal. Um, do y'all know who the first one is? Stephon Marbury? Nope. Man, I wouldn't even have a guess on that one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to think. Did... Courtney Fortson. Wow. Okay. How about Got that? Got two guys on the team. And <laughs> the two guys on the team. I didn't know that until Sonny, Sonny, when we first met, he was like, how much he respects Courtney because Courtney's one of the guys that paved the way when he went to China. Courtney got his own shoe deal, and then Sonny was the next one to get it. So, I mean, we've been talking about those shoes forever because they're nice. They are so nice. I mean, and then it was like a surprise pack because no one knows which shoe they got of Sonny's. They just sent us the sizes. So, we're sitting in there looking, and I'm like, yo, these are clean. Yo, these are tough. Yo, yo, yo. And all the coaches are excited. All the players are excited. And, and then even the, the friends that we brought with us to enjoy them. So, they're like, I want a pair, but you can't buy them in the U.S. You have to, you have to be in China to buy those. I see that was something I didn't even realize or didn't even know, but that is a, is a great thing too. And you know, it kind of goes to the to the whole thing of like we were talking about just a little bit ago, Monty, about basketball. Where you know, if if you try to go into the NFL, it's like it's the NFL or nothing, really. I mean, I know there's other leagues and all that, and in baseball, it's pretty much minor leagues and then pros, uh-huh. and that's it. But in basketball, the amount of options to play the game, whether it's the NBA or whether it's G League or whether it's overseas or whether it's with like Arkansas TBT and all of that. It's just incredible how kids and guys can continue their professional career in basketball in so many various ways and be able to make good money off of it, too. Oh, that's the fun thing about TBT. And even us, you take it like yesterday, we win the game against the home team, and then where we go outside and there's still some Razorback fans that just happen to live in Omaha that came, and they're asking for autographs. And us and they're like, like coming out like, who's asking us for autographs? And they're like, there's, there's Arkansas people out here. And I was just like, oh, like, this is crazy. But with, with TBT and how what an event it is, like, and what their goal is, if I'm not mistaken, at some point they're going to make this a $10 million tournament. Um, and so when it gets to a $10 million tournament, I can't imagine the players that will be on that team. Uh, just, you know, some guys can't play in this tournament because the money they make overseas is too much for them to just have a chance at a million dollars. And, you know, mess around and get hurt, and there goes a contract year for you where you're making money. So I get, you know, a lot of why certain players don't play over the years and things like that, but the bigger that bag goes up, the more players that it is going to bring to it. What can you tell us about your next opponent tomorrow night, Gutter Cats? I mean, pros. Just true pros. Tyrese Rice, 
uh, CBT MVP at one point, very good player. Uh, Michael Roll, it's, it's funny because, you know, I've got a good relationship with Coach Bellotto at Arkansas State, and, and he'd hooked me up with one of his assistants, and I talked to one of his assistants about a player I was going after, and I, I asked him, he's got any really good players? And they were like, hey, you need to talk to Michael Roll. And I texted Michael Roll, and I'm like, hey, man, I'm looking for someone like a, that fits this need in your ear. Is there any chance we can we can get you to play? And he's like, I'm actually already playing. I'm like, crap. And when you go read about him, he was back up to Westbrook, Darren Collison, Aaron Aflalo, um, uh, Luke Mbamute at UCLA, and he was on that team that went to the Final Four and how he's never he hadn't shot under 42% from the three in eight years. Um, so just knowing their personnel and knowing, you know, who we're playing and how we can beat them. Because, again, Jalen Barford's played against Mark Michael Roll already. Courtney Fortson and Tyrese Rice have went at it, so these guys are familiar. So this is where, in a professional basketball sense, you listen to these guys and say, hey, what do you know about their games? Because there's things we can see on film, but then there's also stuff they see while they're on the court, and so they can share that with us. Well, Monty, I, you might want to go back to a point you made about playing in Barnhill, which I think would be so cool and so awesome, and obviously you laid it out there. What's the snag in that? Is it a U of A thing that need they need to approve of it? Is it something with the TBT that needs to be approved? How do we get to that to make it happen here as soon as possible? Um, the process would be the school would have to put in an application, and we're we're trying to figure out how to do that the right way. And they put in the application to to get it there. Uh, the school gets a revenue of it, and our team also would give a revenue of it, which is great because we can pay our players some money, and then. Um, then the school keeps theirs and CBT gets their cut. So it's more of an application, figuring out the right people. And then, you know, what's the benefit to Arkansas? And they've got to find out if it benefits them for us to use their facilities to host these events. Um, so so there's there's things here and there we got to figure out with, with Arkansas. But, I mean, you got players like Courtney who, are, who have really good relationships with Coach Muss, who's been very supportive of us, and, and Coach A and all those guys have been very supportive of us. So like Courtney has a great relationship with Musk. So, hey, we should get this here. And Jimmy can go to Musk and then Trey Wade. And so these guys do that. It helps because the players want it there. And then the for- it brings former players back. And you feel like someone like the Brotherhood, so I don't want to use that word as much. I mean, it means the Arkansas game for all I care. But, you know, <laughs> Brotherhood relates more to Duke every time when they say it. But just having that family feel for the Razorback seems like it would be a fun time. I mean, even my former player, Devontae Davis, he texted me last night, Coach, so happy for you, well deserved. And like Devontae, I'm not here without you, and, and I'm not oblivious to that. Like if I don't coach you, if I don't walk into the Jacksonville job, I don't coach you in high school, and we don't have a strong relationship because you didn't let me coach you hard, I wouldn't be in this position. And he's like, Nah, coach, you did everything for me. Uh, here's here's where you helped me, and I'll never forget it. And I'm just like, this is awesome because again, he's practiced against Courtney Fortson. I'm like, you need to listen to that dude because he can help you make a lot of money in basketball because y'all are similar. You're a 6'4 version of Fortson. Fortson is very smart and high IQ, and he's grown into that over the years, you know? So just so many benefits that I think to bring into Barnhill. I just think it's a no-brainer. Let's get it up there. Let's have some fun. Um, let's sell that thing out. And then when, whenever people ask me in an interview about, you know, this Omaha crowd, I want people to ask the other team when they lose, well, did the Arkansas crowd affect you? Um, 